Hello and welcome back to the Speak Up Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Lively. I hope all of you are enjoying the end of the summer. I'm excited for you guys to hear this week's episode because I am joined with the co-founder of Athletes Unlimited, John Patrykoff. Athletes Unlimited is a professional women's sports league that was created a couple of years ago. Today, we will be talking about how AU was born, the unique point system, the athlete resources, and more. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends and family. Well, I'm excited for you all to hear this episode. Here it is. Well, welcome back to the Speak Up Sports podcast. I'm Anna Lively, and this week on the podcast, I am joined with the CEO and co-founder of Athletes Unlimited, John Patrykoff. Thank you so much, John, for coming on and joining me today. Thanks, Anna. It's great to be here. So glad to, to be on the show. Thanks. Well, I just want to dive right in. So how did the idea of creating a network of women's professional sports in a league come to be? So uh, great question. So if we go back to 2018, I was running the pro men's soccer team in New York called NYCFC in Major Major League Soccer. And I really just took notice of um, what was happening in women's professional soccer and what I thought was a huge unmet opportunity uh, on the pro league side. And so it led me down a path of exploring other women's pro sports, what the situation was, what the opportunity was. And I just decided this was really the biggest opportunity that was out there in, in the sports world. And so uh, beginning of 2019, I really started the exploration with my fellow co-founder, Jonathan Soros, and the two of us ended up on this path, um, which led us to say, if we could start from scratch, you know, pro sports leagues that are designed for athletes, designed for fans, what would it look like? And, you know, months later, um, we had the blueprint for Athletes Unlimited and, and we were on our way. Well, that's so cool to hear about the background behind it. But speaking of the sports themselves, how did you decide which sports you wanted to start having at this professional level? Yeah. So, so like I said, we started really athletes on the new with the idea of what it, what, what it would look like if you created a pro sports league from scratch. We, we actually started the kind of exploration um, around an opportunity in pro women's hockey. There really um, was a fledgling league at the time. The, the, the people involved approached us. Um, they got connected with us. They'd heard we were working on something. We all started to talk and um, we went down that path. But as we really started to go down the path of, of hockey, we had decided that we wanted to launch multiple leagues. And we started to think about where did we see the biggest opportunities, um, really, when you look at just the fan dynamics and the media dynamics. And very quickly, uh, pro women's softball uh, really popped up for us as probably the biggest opportunity out there. And so that led us very quickly uh, and very early on in, in Athletes Unlimited to start pursuing uh, pro softball and then, and then very soon thereafter, uh, pro indoor women's volleyball. Well, that's awesome. And now you guys have four sports currently happening with AU. But speaking of Athletes Unlimited, how did that name come to be? Uh, that's a great question. Well, there was a name before Athletes Unlimited, um, and it existed probably for, I don't know, maybe a month or, or, or so. And then, um, honestly, we, we went through kind of a workshop as we tested out the old name. We got into discussing maybe some tweaks to it or changing it. And ultimately, 
you know, what we just kept centering around was the concept that this was going to be an athlete driven organization an athlete led organization and that we weren't. And as you know, you know, the league isn't structured around set teams. Uh, the mm-hmm. players are changing teams each week and it's really about connecting the fans with the athletes. So the fact that athletes uh, is in the, is in the name, I think uh, is, is, is self, you know, self, self-evident, self-explanatory. And then unlimited, uh, I think it just evokes kind of the whole spirit of what Athletes Unlimited is about and the organization's about, which is really um, thinking about the future, being very open-ended, and obviously, you know, the potential that we think exists for, for everyone and for the athletes and for ultimately for the league. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can pick a better name for that, uh, focusing on the athletes and then talking about the unlimited opportunities. So I love that. But you briefly talked about it. But, you know, AU is unlike any other professional sports league because of the weekly drafts and because of the point system. So first off, how did the idea of the point system come up? Yeah, so so we started um, with the idea that um, the the real key insight was a report that was put out um, right about the time we were, were starting Athletes Unlimited by the Sports Innovation Lab, and it was called The Age of the Fluid Fan. And what, what that report talked about, and there's a great, uh, two great co-founders of Sports Innovation Lab. One of them is Angela Ruggiero, who's a four-time Olympian in, in, in ice hockey, and her partner, Josh Walker. And um, it was a lot of what we were thinking about. And those were some big trends in fandom, which were largely fans following players, um, really less connection kind of maybe the geographic locations and really following and, 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 and their favorite players from team to team or league to league or whatever it might be. And that led us to think about, all right, well, if you're going to structure a league from scratch, should we really spend the time and the effort kind of creating teams and cities and, you know, really relying on expansion across the board, or should we not come up with a system that really aligns around the individual athletes? And that led us to this idea that let's get four teams worth of the best athletes that bring them to one city they won't have to travel back and forth. I don't know if you just saw the, the story about the Sparks playing in D.C. Uh, earlier this week. But, you know, travel, you know, on commercial airlines has been a really sore spot and really uh-huh. not great for athletes. And so we're like, well, what if we keep all the athletes in one city, eliminate all the travel, make it really efficient? And also by doing it in one city, we could kind of get great media and really invest in the infrastructure. So we set it up that way. And then the idea was, well, if you're going to have the same four teams with athletes, going to be pretty boring if they're just playing the same four teams over and over again over the course of five weeks so we said to ourselves well what if the teams changed up every week and we had a draft at the beginning of each week and then that leads you to think all right well how are you going to keep scoring so the idea was let's come up with this point system so player you know fans can follow their favorite players just like they do in nascar or or golf and it's a test you know a lot about like fantasy sports and so so what happens is the fan gets to watch these players as they move up and down the the leaderboard, getting points for their performance, but more importantly for how their team is doing uh, every step of the way. And so uh, that really was the genesis. One thing leads to another. Um, There's usually, I've come to find in business life, you know, sometimes there's a master plan, but um, oftentimes it's literally a series of decisions that you take along the way that get you to where you are. Yeah, that's a fun story behind it. And I think that, you know, focuses on the cool aspect that you said of having them all in one city so you don't have to worry about travel and canceled potential flights and all those sorts of things. And so you can have them there. But then the unique part of having it is also having the draft every week, which you can watch, you know, every week and then have them move up on the point system based on, you know, individual things, but also the team aspect, like you said. But another part is like the NV. 
MVP votings that, you know, MVP one, two, and three. So how did you guys decide you wanted to do that? And based on how they did for each game? Yeah. So for those who don't know, the scoring system has really three components. The biggest component of your points as a player comes from your team winning, let's take softball, winning an inning and then winning mm -hmm. the game. So that's the biggest point. It's about 60%, 70% of your overall score comes from that. The second is individual performance. So you get 10 points for a single, 20 for a double, 30 for a triple. If you're a pitcher, you get uh, you know four points every time you record now, lose 10 points if you give up a run. So that's the second biggest. And then the third, which is the smallest, is this MVP voting. And what we decided with the MVP voting, which is done by the players and the fans at the end of every game, was we decided that, okay, you know, wins, you know, and how your team performs, very objective, you know, how you perform, you know, in terms of, you know, hits or, or, or strikeouts is very objective. But, you know, sometimes there are these intangibles, and we all know that, that, you know, maybe there's a player on the bench who's really contributed a lot, but the statistics don't show it. And so we thought we'd have this MVP component. It also, of course, lets the fans contribute to the voting and the point system. And I think that's obviously a lot of fun as well. <laughs> Yeah, that's really cool that you get bring in the fan aspect of it and then also, you know, may not have won the game, but you could still be voted if you had a really good performance during that. But also another unique aspect uh, is about like the civic leadership part. So can you talk about that? That includes, you know, the athlete causes, the racial equity working group and like the power and my voice part. Yeah, thanks Anna, for asking about that. It's such an important part of Athletes Unlimited. And um, I think when I go back to that, to the fluid fan report that I was mentioning, um, one of the other things it said, so, so it said that, you know, fans are following players. The other is that fans increasingly really care about the values of the organization that they're involved with. And I think that, you know, one of the reasons I got involved with sports uh, on the business side is, you know, I really do believe in the power of sports to do good in the world. And I think there are a lot of people that are in sports that believe that. And I think the athletes themselves believe that. And so I think for a long time, um, I think teams and leagues have done a, a, a lot of great work. The athletes have done a lot of work, but a lot of the decisions about like what organizations would be supported or what causes would be supported really have come from like the commissioner and the league office or the teams and the players have kind of gone along with them. Um, I think we wanted to turn that on its head. I mean, we are an athlete driven organization. So one of the cooler programs we have at Athletes Unlimited is our Athlete Causes program. Um, what uh, we, we've partnered with the Give Lively Foundation. And at the end of the season, players earn a bonus based on where they are on the leaderboard. And then the Give Lively Foundation matches it by 50%. And that money goes to a cause the player chooses to play for. So that is a really great program for a lot of the players who haven't had a lot of maybe money and, you know, first of all, probably not getting compensated at the level we hope they'll ultimately get compensated at, but then not necessarily having money to contribute to causes they care about. This has been an awesome thing for, for a lot of them. Um, and then, as you mentioned, across the board, we're always looking for opportunities to kind of to uplift our, our, our athletes as civic leaders. I mean, that I think is, is one of the things that we really believe in that, you know, these athletes are incredible people. Um, we're so smart. There's so, so much power and potential. And we just want to support them in achieving whatever their goals are. It's something you see a lot. Like it, I think it, at the, at, in the men's pro leagues that are very established, there are a lot of resources now for those athletes, but honestly, um, if you're not in a major men's league or honestly, historically in a women's league, you know, put aside you know, poor compensation, you typically aren't given a lot of the resources and life skills. And we really just wanted to make sure from the start, we, we did a small part to help support the athletes in those ways. Well, I love that. And I think it's so unique because, you know, it doesn't just focus on the athlete as a athlete, but also as a person too. And, you know, connecting all those different parts of it. And that's just such a unique aspect to AU. So 
you know, you talked about it, that AU has the different sports that it has, but it currently has the lacrosse and softball seasons that are underway. But what is it like for you getting to see that idea that you had a few years ago, you know, be in such a great light right now, and then having those sporting events showing on the different ESPN platforms? Yeah. Well, um, I probably don't take as much time as I should to kind of reflect on what we've been able to achieve it. You know, I, I, we've put together an amazing team of people at athletes unlimited. Um, the athletes themselves get a huge amount of credit. They've really achieved a tremendous amount. No way we'd be where we are with, with, without them. And, you know, part my partner, Jonathan gets a lot of the credit too, because he was, he's always been the one who, you know, said like, let's just build this thing, go strong, but, you know, get to four leagues, um, you know, really invest to make this right. Let's not kind of wait for everything else to fall into place. Let's go out there and do it and, and take control. And, um, you know, he's, his commitment and belief has been such a key part of this. Um, but, you know, getting on ESPN, I mean, you know, and having a relationship with ESPN, but also a lot of other great partners, um, it's, it's incredible. I mean, you know, I think obviously the best thing is seeing the athletes response, and then seeing the fans respond, that, that's what gives me, you know, the most satisfaction. But honestly, I just spent a lot of time thinking about the next, you know, opportunity, um, what we're going to be doing in 20, rest of 22, almost at the end of our seasons. But, but there's a lot of work left to be done for 2023. We're well into planning for what comes ahead. So probably don't spend as much time as I t- should reflecting. Um, and more is just really um, what's next. Well, that's definitely cool to see and, you know, get to see the viewership continue to grow for those different pro leagues with the different platforms and partnerships. But you talked about the four leagues briefly, but with softball, volleyball, lacrosse and basketball with those current four sports. But do you guys plan on trying to add more sports to that list? We do. um, We do plan on adding more. I think that you know, when we think about our priorities right now, the first is continuing to make the leagues we're in amazing, consistently better, continue to invest, you know, for those uh, of your listeners that have followed softball, they will know that this year we've launched what we call AUX softball, which was an additional two week season. So now we have the championship season, which is going on right now in in Chicago and Rosemont. Um, But we added a two week season in June, which meant more playing opportunities, more consumption opportunities for fans, meant more compensation for the players. It was really awesome. Um, We are, thinking about what does our expansion plan look like in the other sports we're in and how do we just continue to invest? So that's the first. The second is really working with the players um, to capture, I think, more opportunities for them on and off the field, just as individuals. Um, they're such amazing people. They're such amazing players. Um, but honestly, they don't typically get the support that, that again, the other counterparts would in, in men's sports. And then third is new sports. And so we're always thinking, we're being approached a lot about from, from other, you know, entrepreneurs or sports organizations that say, Hey, listen, what do you think about athletes unlimited in this sport or that sport? And we're, we're considering things we're, we're having conversations. Um, but right now, um, no expansion plan for, for 2023. Okay. Well, that's awesome. But that you're focusing on, you know, you talked about the AUX, which was a cool aspect because it was a shortened season, but it was at a, in a different state on the West coast area. So, you know, you could, attract other fans from over there as well and then give the players more opportunity to earn money and all those sorts of things that you talked about so that'll be exciting to see well another thing I had an idea to ask you about was just like what would you say to other people that would or want to sort of like branch out and try something completely new like you you tried and did with AU 
Yeah, I mean, I guess my, my first piece of advice would be, I do think it's great to get a foundation in your career, um, you know, at some established organizations. I actually started my career working at Disney. Uh, I went to grad school. Um, I came out and worked for some other companies, you know, prior to, to like I said, I was at, at Major League Soccer. So before I was like a re true, true entrepreneur and like started something from scratch. I had worked a lot of other places and um, learned uh, from a lot of people. And I would say, you know, I, I worked hard, I think, at learning a lot of the fundamentals of business. Um, and I think that's important, regardless of what you're doing. There, there really aren't any shortcuts. Um, certainly athletes know that all too well. Um, and I think on the business side, it's really helpful to have that other experience. And then, you know, I think that if you really have that desire to, to do something really innovative or new, or you know, you see an opportunity out there that you want to seize, I think finding great partners is really important. Um, again, I, I've mentioned Jonathan a couple times, but a number of other people we work with at Athletes Unlimited. I, you know, I'm someone who I just have seen so much value from the team, and 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 it makes it so much more fun to go through projects like this with people you respect and enjoy. You're going to spend a lot of time together. So I've really found that to be uh, a huge important part um, of, you know, what we've been able to accomplish so far at Athletes Unlimited is great partnership, working with great people um, and, and staying humble. Like, you, you know, you just know that uh, even though I have a 20 year career in media, entertainment, sports, like, still a lot of things I don't know. Um, one of the things that's really fun about what we do is that it's such a dynamic and changing environment all the time. And so you just have to stay um, open-minded and, you know, again, you know, really, really build great relationships along the way. Well, I love that, that you talked about that advice and, you know, building that strong foundation and continuing to learn and grow as you continue, you know, with AU or other things, you know, just in general in life to keep growing. <laughs> well, to finish off the interview, I always do with my guests what I call my favorite five questions. So first off, what is one thing you of advice or, you know, thing you would tell the next generation? Um, I mean, I think attention to detail, so important. Um, I think that, you know, you notice it. Um, I certainly notice it uh, in, in people's writing or the way in which they perform projects. I think you can make such an impression on people and, and, and get so much further uh, by paying attention to details. I love that. That's so important. All right. The next one is to give a shout out to someone who's made an impact on your life. I love that. Um, I mean, I definitely would uh, give a shout out to my parents. Um, you know, uh, it's, uh, they've been the, definitely the biggest influence on my life. They've been so supportive along the way. And I think, you know, having parents who are supportive of you, um, is, is such a, such an important piece of kind of giving, you know, gave me the foundation, the confidence, uh, the exposure opportunities, um, and always just, and just believing in me. So uh, I, I give them a shout out. I love that. I can definitely second that of <laughs> being, having supportive parents to help you along the way. <gasps> All right. So if you could plan your perfect day, how would you spend it? Love this. I love this. Um, so my perfect day. Um, well, I have to say, I really do love the ocean. Um, it's like one of my, definitely my, one of my happier places. So I think if I was going to spend the day, 
I'd love to be with my family, um, all of us together. I think that's great. I actually have a really great extended family and um, not just my kids and my wife and who, who, who are the most important to me, but I'm um, really fortunate to have great nieces and nephews and brothers and I, my parents. I love spending time with, with my family broadly. So I think they'd all be around. Uh, and I definitely love to be near the ocean, maybe on the beach and, and uh, end it with a, with a great cookout on the, on the ocean. Well, that sounds like a pretty fun day. <laughs> All right. Next is what has been your favorite memory from Athletes Unlimited and why? I think I go back to um, the the summer of 2020. Um, it was such a tough time in the world, but, um, you know, I, I got uh, personally just so much um, – I don't know. I benefited so much personally from the fact that um, Athletes Unlimited was in these formative stages in, in 2020, and we were able to see through the first softball season. And I think it's such a tough time for so many that for those of us that were involved, I think we really have the opportunity to be part of something special. Um, and it was difficult circumstances. We Everyone stayed healthy, which was the most important thing. But I think we were able to really, you know, give kind of birth to something new, which was this new sports league. Um, and just the, the general camaraderie that, that evolved out of that amongst the players and the staff and that we were able to put something on so great. I think that, that, that first season, I mean, it was pretty wild. I remember, you know, days of like watching pro softball games in the stadium in Rosemont being broadcast on ESPN. And, and it was just like three of us, myself and a couple other staff members who'd be like sitting in the stands watching uh, it was a pretty surreal experience, I guess. I'll, and, and, you know, hopefully never have that again, but uh, it was, it was pretty awesome. Well, that's so cool that you guys were, you know, you started that during a pandemic, but you were able to successfully have that whole first softball season, you know, Cat yeah. Osterman, the multiple time Olympian came up on top with that, but have that during the crazy pandemic and see it continue to grow. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Awesome. Well, last but not least, if you had a superpower that could make the world better, what would it be and why? I love that. You know, it's funny. One of the things we do in some of our meetings is talk about uh, each other's superpowers. So this is a really... That's so uh, cool. Uh, yeah, I love it. I was on a, a call with our volleyball players and it was really kind of, it was really awesome. Everyone talked about what their superpowers are. I think listening. Um, I think I'm a decent listener, but I think you can always be a better listener. And if you can be an amazing listener and really like zero in and really pay attention to people, I think it's a really special thing. And I think people take notice of it and, and uh, it would make me even better person than I am today. So I'd love this like superpower listening skills to really hear people and focus all the time and, and make sure that, you know, don't get distracted. I love that. I could definitely use some of that too. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, John, for coming on the podcast today and sharing about the whole creation of Athletes Unlimited. And it's so exciting to see it continue to grow and see the fan base and all the sports and, you know, can't wait to watch it and continue to stay in touch. Thanks, Anna. Thank you so much for what you do. And uh, I can't wait to see you in person sometime soon. Thank you.